0: So the week that this podcast is being recorded includes National Janitor's Day. And if you've been listening to me on this podcast, you know a lot about me, but there's probably one thing you don't know, which is I was actually a janitor. It was my summer job in college. I was the summer replacement janitor at the local library. And, you know, the regular janitors got their summer vacations and they needed someone to come in and be able to fill in in one of the shifts that they that they would leave behind. So, you know, some days I'd get there first thing in the morning. I'd punch the clock, open up the building, unlock the doors. And once the library got going, I got going too. And it was vacuuming and washing the windows and washing the doors and whatever job the the head custodian gave me, including probably doing the bathrooms at least twice a day. I liked it when the head janitor was gone because then I got to take the library van to the, li- to the post office and pick up the mail. And I got other jobs that were easier. But other days, it was just cleaning all day long. And it's, it's a real job. It's a hard job. I was glad to have it. It helped me contribute to my college education. I had some spending money when I was back at school. But it's a job I remember, too. Because most times, you don't actually see the people who do that. You, the library patrons saw that with me. But most jobs, we don't actually see the custodians. They come at night after everybody's gone home. And unless you're working super late, you don't see them. And the next day, you come back, and your office is clean, and your garbage is taken out, and everything's been done for you. And I have on the show today two janitors, Jerome and Amir who are members of Service Employees Union International 6, SEIU. It has 5,000 members in the Seattle area, 3,000 of whom are janitors. The average wage of a janitor is 30000 a year. We are in one of the biggest boom times in Seattle's history. Buildings are going up. High-paid employees are flocking to town. There's new office space, and there's a ton of work to be had. But the folks you don't see The folks who come in every night to clean the buildings after all the lawyers and engineers and doctors and everybody else goes home are probably represented by SEIU 6. Thanks, Amir. Man, you can correct anything else I said, too, man. I could use that. So welcome to the show. Jerome, just tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your job? Where do you work? What do you do?
1: I'm a janitor up at 1101 Madison, part of the Swedish complex. I've been doing this for 39 years. What do you do every day? A little bit of everything. <laughs> if there's cleaning, I do it. That's that's all there is to it. Uh, there, Where there's a need, uh, I take care of it. What's your shift? From 6 o'clock to 2.30 a.m.
0: Oh, my goodness. So this is like first thing, and this is more than first thing in the morning for you right now, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I got about three hours sleep.
0: And Amir, yourself. What do you do?
2: Uh. I'm a janitor for a man and nurse medical tower. My shift starting 6 p.m. And uh, how you say we show up like gushed. Nobody see us when we come in. Nobody see us. We are leaving. Uh, Our job starting with trash recycling, swipe a floor, cleaning surgery rooms, cleaning bloods, picking up needles, and desinfection, all eye times in the surgery rooms and the other rooms.
0: Jerome, you told me you grew up in Richland and 39 years in the industry so far. How how did you get involved in in this business?
1: I played music professionally uh, for a number of years. Uh, That was my training. That's what I went to college for. Disco was coming in, putting a lot of musicians out of work because uh, club owners would get these sound systems and then they wouldn't have to deal with other human beings, you know, just put a tape in the machine.
0: That's interesting. What type of music did you play?
1: Uh, I played R&B, rock, uh, country and western, jazz.
0: Uh, So you were doing what a lot of people were doing. You were probably working on the side while supporting your passion of being a musician. No, no, I was working full time as a musician.
1: Wow. But the scene was changing. It was late 70s. I was tired of living on the road out of a suitcase. So I quit the band I was in and was sitting around the house and a drummer I knew called me up and said, hey, you know, you haven't got any money coming in. Why don't you come work as a janitor down here? And I thought, well, okay, I got nothing else to do. Maybe I'll save some money and go back to school, finish my education degree. And so I worked a couple of years, saved up some money and then I saw a van that I wanted there went the money and school got put on the back burner. And then by the time I finally did get back into school, uh, working full time, I was just too much. I couldn't, couldn't hang. It was okay for a number of years because I worked by myself. I came to work, did the work, came home. Nobody ever bothered me. <laughs> so being a, uh, island, I, I think is part of my personality. It's, uh, since I've started getting involved with people, <laughs> that's where the problems come.
0: <clears throat> How about you, Amir? How did you? You told me you're from Bosnia originally. Yes. Tell, tell me your story.
2: Okay, I'm from Bosnia, and uh, I was police officer eleven years. I'm working in the SWAT team, and uh, I'm done. Graduate three schools, three, three different schools. My country. My last school is police academy U.S. Police academy. Uh, I had certificate for working over here but uh, I'm still not citizen uh, but I hopefully this year I will get my citizenship. And uh, 10 years ago I'm moving here and uh, I'm stay alone in my country during war in my country because my dad is killed and my my mom she's moved to German and my sister she, she live in Texas uh, after eighteen years, I see first time my sister because she's think I'm die in the war. But my attorney from here, she he's helped me find my member of my family. We are now together, and now I live here in Seattle. I'm happy. It's a great city. How did you
0: get into janitorial work?
2: Uh, when I'm starting in janitorial, this was one. Normally, job like every other job, but every day is more and more harder. And when I'm starting ten years ago, I have double more.
0: You've doubled the amount of work they
2: expect yes. from you, because uh, I have experience with a new employee in janitorial They work, a couple of days, and the quit. He say, better is working in construction than here. It's so hard, so hard.
0: So one of the things I was just mentioning was the fact that you guys are in the middle of of negotiations. So you've both been involved in this a long time. What's changed over the years in terms of your job? Workload. Describe that to me.
1: The density and the intensity of the work when I first started was fairly lax. The job didn't pay a whole lot, but the work wasn't real heavy. The job still doesn't pay a whole lot, but the work is... Tremendous. I mean, you're running from the time your feet hit the floor to the time you <clears throat> punch out. And then you're having to cut corners even to make that work.
2: Go ahead, Amir. Yeah, and uh, when I'm starting working in janitorial, 10 years ago, uh, janitories was responsible for 30,000 square feet. And uh, today janitor are cleaning around 60,000 square feet, more than double. We have one example in downtown, one tower, where we have one million square feet clean, 17 janitors only.
0: So you said cut corners. What do you mean when you say cut corners? Uh, things don't get done
2: right.
1: You have to half ass them.
0: <laughs> Give me <laughs> if, an example. If you know what I
1: mean. Give me an example. Uh, say uh, the toilet needs to be uh, scrubbed out with some comment uh if you're
0: under pressure, you just pass it up. so where does the pressure come from how do, who's keeping track of how hard you're working and how how is your workload set? The
1: workload is set by the amount of area that you're covering they get the companies they give you more workload than what you can do and then they come around and they complain afterwards uh it's 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 a you know it's a good
0: game who who are the companies?
2: Uh, we have about between 12 and 15 janitorial company and uh, in downtown or majority problem is workload example when i work regular eight hours we need short work and another clinics if we want finish on the time and after that starting troubles complaints tenants is not happy with the job it's not enough clean and after that, we have problem. Sometimes people get fired.
0: That sounds like a pretty rough situation. You've been told that you've got to clean so many square feet in in your number of hours. Mm-hmm. You can't get everything done. The customer complains, or your supervisor comes yes. by and follows up. Yes. What do you, What do you do? How do you respond to that? What happens when that happens? You become a fireman. <clears throat> what do you mean to become a fireman? If there's a fire
1: in one area, you put the fire out. And there's a fire in the other area the next day. And by that you mean you just go wherever the complaints are the loudest. Yeah. But there's yeah. never there's never any resolution. I mean <clears throat> as far as taking care of something the right way, where everything gets, you know, taken care of. When when the cleaning is done well, you've got the time to do it.
2: If you don't have the time to do it, the cleaning doesn't get done well. And we need more training for people, you know, we work in the hospitals, that's medical towers. We have contact with the blood, biohazards. We have a lot of people, no training, they don't know what doing, if find blood, find needles or parts of tissue from patients. And I have an example, Uh, my wife, she worked with me and uh, she's injured in the war. When she see blood, she start to shake it. Wow.
0: So what happens when you uh, bring these up to the companies that you work for, that the
2: workload's too big or the training's inadequate? What what type of response do you get? We get same times answer. If you don't like this job, quit, find something. Usually there's a lot of grievances filed against the companies. Yeah.
1: Here, here's what it boils down to, is is janitors are human beings, and they deserve a certain amount of respect. Other people come into the workforce, and they get the respect naturally because they're doing a job, and they're doing it well. Janitors do a job well. That means you can just add more work to their routine until they can't do it well because they're nobody. They're subhuman, yes. second-class citizens no respect most of them are immigrants or refugees so we're going to use them like farm laborers and toss them under the bus when we're done and it's really a sad statement on the human our, our, our american culture that that people aren't human unless they have a certain <coughs> status yep i understand the co- companies are in, in business to make a profit but does that profit come at the expense of a human life? Well, 30000 a year doesn't pay much,
0: if that's your average salary, that's for sure. Not when the median in- income in Seattle is at least seventy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I saw you nodding your head when Jerome was talking about
2: that. Yeah, and uh, he's right. I say we have some issues about special for immigrants. Me too. Last year, example I made about $3,000 over time, but company no want to pay, I need call help, anybody for help, how, how I can get my money, because I need to pay tax for this money, big issues, I get stress, you know, after that I need to uh, um, call union for help, they help me, I get my money, but same situation in the last week, I have a lot over time, my check is short, but now When I talk to the bosses, they promise, but I spend a lot of time for room, for my money. They promise, but I never get. And because we are second class of people, we work hard. And uh, we say we clean average about 42 and a half houses every night. That's a lot. That's the square footage. Yeah, about average Seattle houses about 1,000. 460 square foot, we clean about 42 and a half houses every night, every single night.
0: You were talking about uh, that you're an immigrant yourself. Yes. And, and you guys mentioned this as well, that a lot of the workers are uh, immigrants. <clears throat> yeah,
2: yeah. and uh, all janitorial, we're speaking uh, 16 different language. And uh, my building, when I work, every janitor speaking different. Every everyone, and I have every corner of this world, starting from Cambodia, from Bosnia, Ukraine, uh, all Asian area, Turkish, Russia, England. But we are pride on that because we very very well understand each other because we have same problem, same problem when we talk about jobs, about our position. And, uh, and this country, and we very well understand each other.
0: What message would you want to give to uh, the owners of the companies? What do you want them to understand about what you're asking for and about your jobs? Janitors are
1: in a position where they work basically throughout the, their their routine by themselves. They are decent people. You don't find thieves. You don't find drug addicts. These, these are people that come hard, to work hard and work by themselves so nobody's watching them. So they have to work hard. Uh,
0: they need to be treated fairly. Amir, what message would you like the company owners to oh. understand as you're in these negotiations?
2: Yeah, all wishes is we need more people in the building because for now we have a lot injured people, including me. I look strong, but enough is one second. If you're not careful, you can be injured. Uh, I accepted more claims from janitorial than other industry in the U.S., and we are top six, uh, most hard job and most dangerous job. Somebody needs thinking about that because we are human. So if you had one
0: message to give to the public, about yourself and your work and and the negotiations, what would you want the public to know?
2: I want to send message uh, for everyone who want help us. We have big rally next Friday. We need support from everyone and uh, we need a good contract. We need safety job and uh, we need more respect for us. Uh, We're invisible people, but nonetheless we are people
1: with lives. I'm not afraid to bend my back, I'm not afraid of dirt, but how I fear the things I do for lack of honest work.